0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the tree the, stands. Is, is this the, the passing of a torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It, it comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you made it here? You... We always look forward to to that week because it was always intense.
1: The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My, my my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, still but Dante was my guy. to cause you're on the war This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. If you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hey, hey hey guys! Welcome to another episode of Cheap Concerns. We had we had our own little bye week last week, but that was you know we were getting ready for training camp, so we had to take a little we had to take some time off to get ready for training camp. Um, I'm here with our former tight end Jason Dunn, and Eric is at a little uh, Hall of Fame game uh, party tonight, watching the, um, the Steelers and the Cowboys. But tonight we got our resident tight end Jason Dunn, so we're gonna get into some of the first week of training camp. But uh, before that, we'll check in with Jason. How, how have you been, buddy?
0: We're doing well, doing well, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get my bearings from c- coming from my, from the trip and my little journey uh, and, and it, it much needed, much needed rest and vacation. Uh, had a chance to go down and spend some time with my family. Uh, if y'all had a chance to check out the last episode that uh, we did it and a couple of my brothers on there and a brother-in-law. So we, we had a lot of fun down that way um, and really enjoyed each other enjoyed the the beach the sand man it was it was just a glorious trip and exhilarating so yeah other than that man i've been i've been good like i said it's just you know sometimes when you come back from vacation you almost need like two days from the vacation yeah you know, just to get yourself back so that that's what it's been just getting those bearings back in there, my brother but other than that man i'm doing well I'm doing well it's good man have you got
1: a chance to watch any of the olympics or as uh, you watch the nba draft any of that stuff I Didn't watch
0: the, the NBA draft. Uh, watched the Olympics. I'm always, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a late night guy anyway, yeah. so I always try to go through and check out all the things going uh, going on with the Olympics. Uh, and I downloaded the app. I'm, man, I've done everything. I, look, that's one thing I really, really enjoy. I enjoy the Olympics. I love the competition. People just getting out there, man, competing, giving it their all. Uh, you know what they say, man. Uh, uh, you know, agony defeat, man. The glory of the gold uh you just you just see it. You see people just just going for it all and just seeing the the smile on their faces. And and I was it's good to kind of uh uh you know seeing others you know really get into you know the wins right uh and just feeling it and what all they've been through you just see the the look on their face the amount of time they put in the effort and the strength and, and the power and perseverance. So I've, I've had some favorites, man, with some ones winning it, not just from the United States, from other countries, too, because I'm just like, oh, man, it's first, first gold that, you know, maybe, a you know, Bahrain or something may have had. And I'm just like, oh, wow, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. So I, I just love competition in itself, man. But I, I do love the Olympics. Great time. Great time.
1: Yeah, it's also cool to see the other cultures, um, you know, like my, my background in Cuba and Iran, like, you know, I've never been to either one of those countries, but, you know, you know, yeah. I, I, I root for every time I see a Cuban or Iran uh, up there, I'm like, I root for them in this one. Um, and, you know, like the Cubans had like this amazing, like the stories here, because we you don't, you, you don't watch these Greco-Roman or certain things you don't watch all year yeah. long. So there's one story about the uh, the guy who's won the last four Summer Olympics gold and like the heavyweights of Greco-Roman. He was a Cuban guy, which you don't necessarily think Cuba in wrestling. You think baseball and boxing for Cuba. Um, right. And yeah, the, the guy's like an awesome Um and then the cool thing was for the Iran aspect where Iran got eliminated early in the basketball um, stuff because Iran's more based – in the, the wrestling is usually their number one thing for Iran. But uh, they got eliminated from basketball. But the cool thing was, it's a, you know, you think politics-wise, you know, Iran doesn't get along with U.S. and all that stuff. But when it comes to the Olympics, you forget all that because it's all about the sport, and that's the cool thing about it. And one of the Iranian basketball players, after they lost to U.S., took a picture with Damian Lillard, like, cheesing in the middle of the court and stuff, and it's just – yeah, you know, that, that's the kind of it, it's kind of wholesome. It just makes you feel good. Um, that's the cool thing about the Olympics. Uh, that's
0: yeah. I love that so much. Well, I, I think you get to the point of just you know realizing how personable, or how how much people are just people. You know, humans are just humans, man. And we, we always want you know success for you know other people as well. Different cultures, just having respect for it. And sometimes we get into like the politics and stuff, man. That 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 is the stuff that is ridiculous to me because it doesn't have to be a way you know use diplomacy you know let's let's have a, a conversation sitting down and doing those things but kind of talking about basketball man i have been you know I, I that's what's been you know getting me in the dumps of watching out a, a basketball team man I, was, I don't know this man these dudes you know it, thank god for kd kd is just like listen i'm not playing around somebody needs to step up and start doing some things and i'm glad he started to start putting a dagger in people's hearts, man, because, you know, it, it looked a little bleak at the very beginning, man. You know, and I'll say, you know, you know, I'm
1: a Sixers fan. I'm a little homer when it comes to that. If Australia had kept Matisse-Thibault in the game last night during that nine-minute run where they couldn't score and in, uh, they couldn't stop U.S., I think Australia would have won that game. Well, they had no reason putting Del Vadova in and letting uh, Matisse-Thibault, a freaking uh, defensive dynamo, being on the bench. I, I don't understand that at all.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know, man. It's sometimes you question like, you know, what, you know, the coaching and other people are doing, you know, what their strategies may be, but yeah, you know, you know, is a great guy, you know, from, you know, UK, you know, come through, you know, doing, doing some things. it was good to see him out there getting his work in. But yeah, man, he's, he's a young guy, man. He's got a lot of, a lot of talent, but man, like I said, man, sometimes, you know, just seeing some of the games and then you start seeing, like, you know, United States having to come back from, you know, I'm like, what? What? Why are we struggling? Why are we struggling? There's no reason for this whatsoever. I think the roster that uh just put together, the Lakers put together, should be able to go to the Olympics and start winning. Oh, man. Shoot. Yeah.
1: That, I don't want to talk about it. Every time <laughs> I look and see whoever's getting cut, like an hour later, oh, Los Angeles Lakers have signed them for a one-year deal. I'm like, what the right. heck? Like, <laughs> I mean, hey. LeBron came out of bad I was saying you know, those guys are old. I mean, a lot of those guys are collectively, you know, 32 to 35 range, the, yeah. the highest average age in the league. LeBron, mm-hmm. so you, you, we'll see everyone's doubting us. You, you'll see it during the year. So I'm, I'm curious to see how LeBron and Westbrook work. That's going to be a very interesting dynamic.
0: Yeah, I, I think they'll get it done, man. You know, I, I, I'm a LeBron fan. So, I, you know, I want to see LeBron get at least two more. And with what he's, he's put together, uh, I think they have like six guys over 35 years old. So, man, look, that's about two or three years. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think they'll be all right. So, uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about football, man, because, yeah. you know, look at Buddy Hale. He's supposed to get out there. Ooh, I don't know. Lakers are looking – they're looking really excited right now. So, Yeah. Well, you guys were supposed to get Danny Green. That was the rumor, and then we ended, we ended up
1: re-signing him. So, I was, ha- I was happy about that. I didn't want him going back to L.A. And, yeah,
0: yeah. Be great.
1: And that's the thing with the, with the whole uh, – the older guys, you know – with every sport, we're, we're always talking about this year. It's like you no, know, it's this year. You know, all he needs to win one this year, and then they got their job done. And then next year, they can, you know, sign guys who are maybe thirty-one or thirty, you know, thirty like a year younger. So I mean, it's all. I mean, that's why it's the beauty about those one-year deals. You know, like they're only they only contingent on this year. It doesn't matter if they past that. So and, yeah. Le- and LeBron's got you know his his windows is closing. So like he, oh, he these one year these one years are a big deal for him. So I get it. Yeah. i um, <laughs> So, okay. So now, um, training camp, we're, we're, we're getting close to the season. You know, I'm, I'm so excited. I got my Jason Dunn
0: hat on today. I'm, I'm yeah. Right. I like it. I oh, like right. it. the yellow man. I'm about to rock that. I'm about to find that, man. You got to tell me where you got that
1: one. It's <laughs> uh, like the, the Herm Edwards hat. I don't think he ever wore the yellow one, but he, he was a big fan of wearing the red one with the, without the, without the arrowhead on the other case. Yeah. I, I always remember, I was like, I don't want a hat like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but lot there's a lot to discuss uh, with it, about a week into training camp, um, the thir- second or third day with pads on. Um, so we're gonna get right into a chief concern number one. What are your initial takeaways from this first week of uh, training camp, JD?
0: Uh, my initial takeaway from 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 what I've heard and what I've seen, uh, I, I see there's some good competition out there for which we, we know was going to be great as far as dealing with like the wide receivers. Um, you know, offensive line, uh, just great competition. Uh, you start looking at, you know, some of these soft tissue injuries, some of these little nagging things going on. Uh, to me, man, it, my initial thing is, man, it's just camp. This is what camp is like the first week, first, or two, you know, one or two weeks. You know, everybody's just excited to get talking about football all again, right? Everywhere I go, everybody's like, man, I'm just glad football's starting. I'm just glad football's starting. You know, my son, is he's, he's playing, and, and, and so now – you know, it's up in the air, man. It's in the grass. Everybody's got that feeling, and so everybody's excited for their first week to just talk about every single thing. And for players, camp is boring. It is. It's monotonous. It's monotonous, man. You just you're doing the same thing over and over again. You try to keep it excited, right? I mean, you're with the guys. You know, you eat with them, and you know, you're trying to entertain yourself uh, doing off the field things. Uh, but, you know, every single day just coming in, it's just like the same groundhog day. And it start waiting on you probably about week two or three, you're like, oh, man, like when we're we going to start, you know, getting to play other people. You know, we start hitting somebody else. Uh, and so that's my first takeaway of just the, the initial thing of the first week of camp is always going to have the fireworks and excitement about guys, you know, who's ready, who's getting hurt, what is this going to mean, you know, for uh, the start of camp. The, uh, the season so, but no, I've, I've seen just a lot of competition out there, and i has got some good things coming out of the camp, man. Some really good things, yeah. And I think, um,
1: something that you've been talking about since we uh, you know started the off season type shows back in uh February, I guess, um, the receivers and the cool thing which I've noticed it's honestly like every day. Obviously, Tyreek Hill's been, yeah, I, I'll look and obviously he's, he's making plays with Tyreek Hill, Mahomes is, but then. The number two guys kind of like interchange. I'm, I'm seeing Demarcus Robinson's name. I'm hearing uh Harbin. I'm hearing Marcus Kemp. Um, and even even Garrick Dieter has got gotten in there and playing and got some playing time. Um, what well, I mean, obviously that's something you've been harping on that. You said we did not need another receiver, and now it's just looking like the office is kind of smooth and we just got an, an interchangeable two and three in there every time.
0: Man, I, I told you I mean, that's exactly how it was gonna be. I mean, you're just looking for guys, you know, who when you have that that number one number two, just because what the Chiefs do offensively, you know, you, could, you can change pieces. You can put different parts in and, you know, and say, look, this is what we need for you to, to do out of here. Uh, and so you got those guys, right? You got Pringle, Hardman, uh, Powell, you know, uh, who's the, the one guy that you said, like, just shows up. And, and look, every, at this moment in camp, the very first week, you're trying to impress the coaches. You're, you're, you're sitting over there looking. If you're that guy that's on the bubble, Maybe fifth or sixth receiver, you're sitting there saying, What can I do to, to, to earn a spot on a roster? I need to do everything I can. Man, the ball is near me. I need to dive for it. I need to catch it. I need to make absolutely uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, plays, uh, you know, just to be impressive, you know, for the coaches. And so, you know, the thing is that buzz will happen with. Not just the coaches, but also the fans. And, you know, the fans see it. They're oohing and oh, all. And, oh, you know, great. all This this guy's showing up for us. Yeah. So that's that's what guys are trying to do, man. That, look, there's guys that's going home every single night who are studying the playbook saying, look, I got this one shot to make it. And I've got to be able to make it right now. And if, I, if I don't do it right now, maybe another team picks me up. But I, I got to get something on tape. I got to get something on film. But I got to be impressive every single day. But then, of course, you got guys, you know, Tyree Hill was just – he's going to bed, sleeping soundly at night. You know, he, he right. got some posthopedic and enjoying himself, and he's fine. He, you know, you don't have to worry about nothing because he knows he can take a few days off, and he's going to be all right. So, and, I like the – go ahead.
1: And also, uh, there's another guy I failed to mention who got hurt today. I did not see any updates on his injury, but Antonio Callaway, who we talked about over the offseason – that was like a sneaky pickup we had at the end of last year. Um, he, was, he was awesome with the Saints. Uh, I'm not Saints Browns. He, he was good with amazing in college, but he had off-the-field issues, hoping he could clear that up and, you know, maybe even get a uh, role in the, you know, rotating in at number two, number three positions. He was having a good camp, got hurt today, so I don't know what's going on with that, but I, I hope and pray that he's, uh, he's all right. Um, another guy you've been a fan of since we drafted him was uh, Noah Gray. Yeah, I don't know if you've right. seen it. everyone's loving what he's doing. You got Lewis Riddick tweeting about him. Everyone's loving him. Mm-hmm. Uh so far. I mean, what do you what do you have to say about how a, a fourth round pick's coming in there and just kind of like adapting right away as the number two guy?
0: Man, it, it, you know, yeah, I mean, I've seen his ability. I, I seen what he can do. It's he, he, really impressive. He's a guy that, that loves playing football, who, who who doesn't mind blocking, but Will take every opportunity to try to make a play, and he, he he's sitting over there, He's he's playing fast. He's playing physical. Uh, so he's he's another guy just trying to be impressive out there. And I think he hears you know the buzz we you know about him as well. So he's got to live up to the hype. He's got to live up to it. And so when you are on the guy that's coming out, and you know the shoes that you look, you know who you're behind, right? You know who's in the room with you. And so you're sitting over here saying, "Look, I got to impress this guy as well, right?" Because if, if I'm impressing him and he's saying, man, you're doing a good job and whatnot and, and you know, pat me on my back, man, it feels good. It feels good because he's arguably the best tight end in, in in the NFL right now, bar none. So, you know, if you impress him, then you, you, you're you doing a good job, man. But no Gray, man, I, you could see his ability uh, when he came out of college. Uh, you knew what he, could, he, he would be able to contribute to the team. Uh, and I'm just excited, man. I, I love seeing him. Every time I, I get a, like a little glance of uh, – a highlight from him i'm like there you go that's, that's that's what i'm talking about here we go i see you great there you go A three tight ends let's go let's do it
1: and, and the thing is it's like you know i haven't i mean we've had i mean we've had since kelsey right that's been our like gonzalez of this era but like we haven't had a number two tight end that like you know stood out we're like since you really were like oh jd's in there okay like you know you you were set on that since yeah. you, it's been like, okay, you know, who is this? I mean, guys like Brad Cotton, um, Sean McGrath, uh, just guys who never really like, you know, who had that staying power. And I, I hope that, you know, to, to supplement what Kelsey's doing and maybe give him a break during the season, I know Greg can just come in and kind of fill that role. And hopefully we have our uh, first, like, number two tight end since you, who yeah. actually, like, you know, can, you know, be a, be a factor in the offense.
0: Right, right. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you're saying that. I, you know, I, I appreciate you saying it. So. Uh, and I hope he'll be able to contribute. Like I said, you know, the thing is, if they're putting packages in for him to get out there and play and display what he can do, then you you know what you got in this player. Um, and, and so that, that's really uh, exciting, it's encouraging just to see a guy like that who's going to get a shot. And like you said, if he can supplement for what you know Kelsey's doing out there, give him a couple of breaks, right? So everything's just not on his shoulders all the time. I mean, Kelsey's still going to catch 90-something balls, 100 balls, we know out there, but they just going to distribute the all the, the football everywhere on the field. Just, just another target, man. Another weapon that you can utilize, right? A bigger guy that yeah. can do those things. So that that's that's always good for an offense and a quarterback to find a bigger target that's going to be physical up there. So yeah,
1: good for him. Hey, hey, you made a good point that uh, this year when we were talking about oh, we need another receiver, we need another receiver. You're like this guy Noah Gray can be another Kelsey in the offense, so you don't really need to get another receiver. So this guy's, you know, we got Powell, and then we also brought him in. That could be that. That could be that other receiver we want. You know, a big body guy, athletic. Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, sky's the limit for what his offense could look like with all these new weapons and toys we have. Um, and on the other side of the ball, uh, Chris Jones, who everyone's looking like. He could be the next uh, Dwight Freeney based on how he's getting to the quarterback and uh, getting off the, uh, the edge there. A little bigger than Dwight Freeney, but um, he's he's lost some weight. Uh, I think someone said he had lost uh, 10 to 13 pounds um, going into the this, this, this season. Yeah, looks good. What, do you, what do you make some of, the, uh, some of the clips that we've seen? I mean, he looks like that DN spot was right. He couldn't wait to play this
0: spot. He, man, he, he does. Man, he looks good. He looks slim. He, he looks powerful. You know, he was he, a powerful guy anyway. Uh, and so him losing 13 pounds, he didn't, I, I don't think, uh, he, he suffered losing any type of, uh, in, any strength wise, you know, cause sometimes, you know, when guys lose weight, you know, then, you know, strength and all that kind of leaves them too, but man, he's just, he's a powerful guy. Um, uh, I think man, when kind of looking at him and somebody made this, uh, comparison, but like Reggie white, I'm like, Ooh, you know, you're saying that he can be as dominant you know, because he's just as strong. Reggie had, had unbelievable strength mm-hmm. and athleticism, and that was his thing, man. You know, him being able to use his hips and push guys uh, will, will do Chris well. It will. it will. It will go in his favor. And I think once he finds himself out there on that island even more, he's like, look, I'm just going to wear these tackles out. And so you see him, I've seen him, in, you know, some one-on-ones, you know, just destroying guys. I am mean, just pushing guys. Uh, and so, you know, I'm also looking at the you Know the guys that he's going against, the quality the guys, like, okay, well, now is he going against number one or two? Or you know, I want to see, make sure, right? Because that's that's how you really determine, you know, how he's doing. But I think, man, he, he's fit real well at it. Uh, that that's going to be an absolute plus, especially dealing with where the defensive ends may go this year. We don't know with Frank Clark, you know, dealing with the suspension, you know, how many games is it going to be if it is anything, you know, guys getting hurt. You got guys out here who, who who may not be producing like you think they should be, and so moving him out there to get sacks and to disrupt uh, the passing game is going to be it's, it's going to be phenomenal for us. So uh, I like it. I like Chris being out there, man. I, I really do. So we got a lot. We got a lot of, we got a lot of uh, you know muscle and meat on the inside anyway, man. We we got some big boys up front, so. Yeah. <laughs> looking to see them jokers out there man eating some hamburgers hot dogs and pork chops i'm like man we got some guys man that's on the table so so yeah chris man slimming down is like look i want to be out here doing this for right yeah. now all right so come on coach put me in spags let's and go
1: that's the that's where the whole view is the whole with the jaron reed signing and you know being able to slide him out that way, you got a big, big plugger in the middle who can actually, like, you know, get, the, you know, cause some disruption there to allow him to go to the outside. Um, yeah. Another takeaway this week was due to injury, we've gotten to see what Lucas Niang looks like at the right tackle position. Mike Remmers got hurt, so Lucas Niang slides in at the right tackle. What I mean, what are your takeaways? You know, this is essentially his rookie season. Yeah, He's a red shirt pretty much last year with his injury. Uh, will. Was an injury or was a COVID? He was out for the season. Uh, Robert, well, I think COVID was a COVID protocol. He, he he opted out. I think. I think yeah, was. that's right. I, there was a mix of injury, but then he also opted out too, because mm-hmm. um, he was coming off an injury with at uh, TCU. But what what do you make so far? Him at right tackle, you know, it's uh, with him being in there. If you want to count him as a rookie, we'll talk about this other guy uh, here in a second, in the next segment. But um, between Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith. And then um, Lucas Niang, that's essentially three rookies on the line. Uh, What do you think about what what Lucas Niang, you know, is doing? And he's going against guys like Chris Jones. So that's big practice right there.
0: i I tell you what, man, you know, getting him reps is just going to get him better. Um, You know, when I first initially seen him, you know, it it looked like, you know, he's coming off injury. You know, he's he's been offseason, hadn't really been playing. You know, he was a little heavy, you know, Mm -hmm. looked like to me. Yeah. Anyway, and, and I know sometimes, you know, getting to camp and just getting into shape, football shape is, is so important. And so as a coach, I'll be throwing it. Come on, Luke, get in there. Come on, get in there. And I will just keep throwing him in every chance you get, just wearing him down, just wearing him out. So the thing is, that will build him up. That will build up his confidence, you know, going against these guys. So it's like, look, you, you work on these things right now you know, during summer camp. So during the season, you're ready. You already know what to see. And look, like you said, if you go against Chris Jones, you know, and Frank Clark, these are the guys, you you know, you you need to see. These are guys that you know that you need to go against. Get yourself better. So repetition with him is going to be key. Uh, You know, and just talking about, man, all rookies starting, Woo on the right side. Uh, I don't know how people will feel about that, but I'll tell you what, uh, I like the guys. I like Nang, I, I like uh, Trey, you know, and Humphrey. I, you know, those guys uh, got the ability. We know they can do it. So I don't, I don't have any problem with it, man. Look, if guys are performing and they being consistent with it. Hey, shoot, if that works, shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm good. You know? Now,
1: um, so our, our next segment here, we kind of alluded to this guy uh, just, just just now. Um, so with Kyle, with Kyle Long's injury that he suffered, and then with um, Tardif coming back from, you know, being off a year, it kind of paved the way for our sixth rounder, Trey Smith, who everyone at the time, Bucky Brooks had him as the second best guard in the draft, but he went all the way to the sixth round because, yeah, you know, medical problems that he had um, in college. But this guy has been a talk. I mean, I've mean, i never seen with a with, with team that has Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Look at the time, everyone's talking about Trey Smith. You know, I see more probably Trey Smith talk than I have Mahomes talk. Mm-hmm. Um is it, I mean, this guy's a six round pick. We're talking about he's going to start probably, but based on the way he's playing, he's going to be starting for, for us at the gate. Sounds like. Um, is it too early to say that Trey Smith was to steal the draft for the Chiefs and maybe the NFL? Just you know,
0: uh, is it too early? Uh, my answer is yes, it's too early to, to you know, to make that assessment. I mean, he ain't played a game yet, so so we don't know, you know, and and sometimes, uh, look. Your determination about who you are depends on the paths and who you're going against every single day. And look, when you get into the game, it's a whole different animal to having to deal with. It. So, yeah, man, he, he looks great. And just applaud him for that because he, he's coming along. And if he's able to start, wonderful. But uh, is, is it too early? Yeah, Yes, yeah, it's too early. It's too early. You know, I can't – I can't – Was I can't crown you, if you. You know, if you ain't never been, there, I can't crown you champion. You ain't did nothing to be a champion yet. So – uh, but you know, I think with him, uh, he's just gonna get better and get better. And so we know what his ability is, and we know we got a steal in the draft. Is he the steal of the entire draft? We just don't know. Yeah, it's too early, but I, I, I like what I see from him. Uh, yeah. So you know, we move guys.
1: And, and I guess with, with the whole, you know, usually, you know, in years past, and I think I think this whole year is going to be kind of. I think we're going to see. this might just guess, right? I think we're going to see a lot of guys who will go round four to seven who make the team and actually make an impact on the team. Because I think this year with COVID not having the you know traditional combines that we had, yeah. it kind of allowed you know certain guys to kind of go under the radar and then kind of different evaluations where certain guys like like a Trey Smith in mm-hmm. medical you know, medical history, which is kind of the reason why there was red flags there, but you know. Yeah. He'd take a chance on that guy in the sixth round, and this guy is not only starting because of, you know it's not only did he, he got the job because Kyle Long got hurt, but also, L, I mean, Tardif was was there, you know, and he took a year off. But this guy's also a rookie coming from the next level. I think Andy Reid knew what we were getting with this guy. He's like, No, no, I think Trey Smith's the, the guy for this, the writing right card. And if he doesn't pan out, then we put LDT in there. But at least he's running with the twos right now. And this guy, just like the one-on-ones I've seen with Chris Jones and Jaron Reed, I mean, he's he's something else. I mean, just – and it's early, you know, we're going against our own guys. But, I mean, people are – I saw someone tweet the other day. It's like, I haven't been this excited to watch a, a guard since Brian Waters or Earl Will Shields.
0: I mean <laughs> – B. Waters and Shields. Woo, Hey, 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 they they got to be careful, man, who, who they use in that conversation. <laughs> be Waters and Shields, man, too. Hey, they two different type of <laughs> – two different <laughs> type of guys here, right? You know – uh, but, you know, saying that, uh, you know, Trey, man, he, he's, he, you know, he, he's, he's really fitting in. There. And, I, and I think, you know, uh, Tardif because he's been out for a year, Trey had has been playing. And so it's like, OK, look, we can get a guy who, who hasn't really, you know, he missed a little time, but, you know, he's ready to play. We can put him in. We know what we're going to get out of it. That's the reason why we drafted him. But, you know, of course, everybody's concerns was like, yeah, the, you know, the blood clots, everything, you know, medical. Uh, but as far as, you know, his ability, no question about it whatsoever. And so I think Andy, you know, knew that, especially, you know, signing, you know, uh, Long, right? New Tardif is coming back. So it's like, look, I, I got this kid in my back pocket. So anything happens, like Cal Long goes down, right? Tardif not quite ready, going with the second team. Let's put this kid in. Why not? Hey man, he's been playing. Come on, Trey, get in there. Throw him in there, right? Get him ready. And so it's not going to hurt your team, you know, putting a guy like this in because you got the, the the two guys that's that's you know that's got your back, you know, that's in the depth chart. Uh, and so, man, you, I, I will say this It's is so um, comforting. To know that the offensive line is not something that you have to necessarily worry about, you know, we, we got we got it covered across the board pretty much, and so that, that's a good place to be at, man. There's, there's a lot of good guys out there in that in, that, in the in the O line room, and so I, I think a lot of them have an ability. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of them I have a lot of doubt in, to be honest with you. I think these guys, man, are playing phenomenal, and they look like they love playing together with each other, and that's a, that's a good place for them to, to be in their room, man, is just gelling. So, yeah, they're doing good. And you play – I mean, obviously, we talk about with Shields
1: and uh, Waters. You also play with one of the best O-lines in NFL history. Yeah. Now, when you see – and this is one thing, you know, we, we brought in Orlando Brown. We drafted Creed Humphrey really high. Um. And we brought in Joe, Joe Thune. Um, but when you, when you see that the whole right side from center on to right tackle, as of right now, it's yeah. looking like we have three rookies there. Is that a concern for you, even though Creed Humphrey was a high draft pick and, and, and even though these guys were tearing it up in practice right now? Is that still a slight concern?
0: Uh, Concern? Not, not necessarily. I mean, I, to me, uh, like I said, man, I mean, these guys were playing you know, last year. They were starting for their teams. I mean, they were, they were high, you know, in their conferences. And, and so – you know, we think about like the awards they was up, the accolades, whatnot. I, I don't really have that much concern because I, I I see who, who first off who's behind them, right? I was talking about the depth chart, and so sometimes you know put these younger guys in, you know, just put them in the fire, you know, just to refine them, get get them ready, uh, is is not an issue. I, I I don't have an issue with that. I think if the guys are on the same page, like I said, they're complimenting each other and they're learning what it, they have to do, then. It's beautiful. And here, here's here's the greatest thing. You have veterans in the room that can help these guys out at any time. It is, there, there's no question about it. And that's another thing that, that, that really gives you comfort. And just knowing you got, yeah, Cal on behind me talking, you know, what I need to do. Uh, you know, I got, you know, Tardif who's talking, right? Blythe and all those guys. You know, everybody's, ha- you know, they're talking about these things, right? This is something I knew that, you know, they're dealing with. Because you got those veteran guys in the room helping them out. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be good, man, for them. Yeah, and I, I, like I said, I'm loving
1: what I've seen from Trey Smith. Creed Humphrey, you were a big fan of that traffic. And, uh, I mean, it's looking like that's the center of the future and the right guard of the future right there between those two guys. So. Oh, yeah. Young. And these guys look like, you know, they, they, they look like they're they're not rookies out there it's based on just based on what we're seeing as far as training camp and going against R1s, which is those guys are no slouches to go up against and actually look good against. Um right. especially with the amount we throw, you know, it's that's a lot, it's a lot of pass blocking. Um okay, so we talked about the positives and stuff, but obviously with training camp, there always comes injuries. And so far within the first week, we've been pretty lucky not to have any kind of Indianapolis Colts type injuries. we see what happened with Carson Wentz and, uh, and Nelson over there. Um, which I mean, think crazy. They both have the same exact injury and they're both gonna have the same exact surgery. That's, you know, that's, I'll, I'll let the Colts concerns show, cover that one. But, um, but with, with us, I mean, the only really thing here that's concerning is Tyree Hill. Um, he practiced today. He was limited yesterday. Um, with knee tendonitis now i'm not too familiar with knee tendonitis um i've had you know i've had some tendonitis in my elbow that uh, baseball players get that tend to get a lot in their elbows uh, i'm sure quarterbacks do um but what i've been reading knee tendonitis is something that can flare up and just be a lingering nagging injury all throughout the season nothing that will keep you out long term or anything but in your experiences i mean have you ever dealt with a knee tendonitis and kind of how significant of an injury is that for a guy like tyreek hill you know who's yeah, you know, the whole game is predicated on speed.
0: Yeah, I, you know they look. They have a, fun, a, a phenomenal staff, uh, and, and I know they'll give him the much, much needed rest that he needs to recover. Tendin, tendonitis is one of those things. Man, I mean, deal with tendonitis. You right, knees, elbows. I mean, you name it. Uh, it. It's it's one of those things that can affect you. But with the rest that you get, you know they'll they'll give him. He'll be fine. You know, and, and look, here's here's reality. And I'm going to tell you, like my coach, Al songs used to tell us, we don't need you right now. We need you during the season. That's when we need you. We don't need you during training camp. We don't need you during the summer or preseason. We need you during the season. So you know what you're going to get out of this guy. You give him the rest that he needs. Look, we already talked about the battle in the room already, right? So let him sit back and just watch these guys battle these things out. You know, there's no reason he needs to be – look, let him get in some reps with the first team. Give me some rest, maybe one or two days here. Let the youngest guys get in, learn all the offense that they need to, which, you, you like you said, you, you'll find maybe a, a nice little diamond in the rough, you know, with having Tyreek out. But who, can, who could be that other guy if Tyreek goes out? Here's the scenario. Tyreek's down for, you know, two or three games. I don't want to put it on him, but I'm just saying he's down, right? Who's going to be the next guy stepping up? And so it's good to kind of, you know, find those things out right there uh, with what are the guys in the room they they can do and their ability and who's gonna who's gonna be the next guy that's gonna come in and lead that that group, but as far as like concerning uh, with this tendonitis, nah man I, I, he man he'll he'll be fine. Like I said, it's nagging if you just constantly just stay on and don't have any rest. But look, I know Andy and all those guys. Look, hey, beep, sit 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 down. Have a seat, cheetah. Right? You no, know, we, we need for you to be the tortoise today, not the cheetah. So just relax. So I, 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 don't, I don't have any issues with it as far as like thinking it's going to be something that's going to uh, affect him during the season in itself. He'll get the rest of that that he he deserves for one. Uh, and, you know, the athletic staff does a tremendous job of making sure and checking up with guys to make sure that it isn't nagging or something. They're they always going to gauge where he's at. So, yeah, nah, I don't have any concerns whatsoever right now.
1: Yeah, no, I you know, I, I wanted to ask you because I figured you got that you guys would have some kind of connection maybe to a knee tendonitis. And I mean, reading uh, stuff on WebMD obviously, it's always very uh, can be very drastic seeing some of the stuff that comes from there. Um, but how how you know how much you should be off your foot or like how long you're going to be out for an injury like that.
0: Um, it, it, I'll, I'll say this yes, it, it, it's, it's kind of funny because when like when you're, you're a football person, I'm saying you know, maybe some of the physical sports you're uh expect it to turn around fast, right? Mm-hmm. Or you just get into a a the healing process of getting back out there on the field. And so sometimes when you look at like tendonitis, you're reading what how normal people or normal life kind of goes, right? Six to eight weeks, you might be out to you might need crutches and all that. <laughs> you got tendonitis. Okay. Well you know what? I tell you what wrap it up, get out there. How about that? Put a little ice on it. Get out there. Rub some dirt on it. Get out there. You know, it's just that's just that's football, man. That's the physical sport. So uh mm-hmm. with him though, they're they gonna take care of me. But I, I just sometimes when I when I read some of those things, like how long it takes you to get back, I'm like, oh okay, this is like well, the, the normal Joe. This is the normal <laughs> people, right? Who has to get, has like regular jobs and you know, I, I get that part of it. Sure. Right. They tell a the guy, man, you got a broken finger. Oh yeah, you're going out to, to practice tomorrow. Yeah, Spray, ankle, I yeah, man. What can you do? They're gonna ask you, they're gonna find out real quick. <laughs> like I said, they're going to make sure. They're going to test guys. Look, the old saying goes, you can't make the club in the tub. You, you can't do it. If you're in a hot tub, you're getting ready. You can't make the club like that. So guys are going to sacrifice, you know, a little pain and these things that I had to deal with, little nagging injuries. That's just part of it, man. So ain't no, yeah. Hey, tendonitis, you ain't have no eight to six weeks. No, 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 no. <laughs> you trying to be on this team? You better make it eight, six to eight hours. That's all you, you better do.
1: And, and, you know, like you said earlier, you know, Tyreek's one of those guys. He's not, he's not wearing anything at night. You know, he's just going – he's resting comfortably. So, he's got the luxury that he can sit it out and kind of take it easy on his knee. Uh, so, that, 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 that's a beauty um, in itself. But one thing I just noticed, like, you know, just watching the 7-on-7 seven seven stuff, the 11-on-11 11 11, um, kind of the, the game situations and stuff that they've been doing, I think Tyreek Hill might have the best year of his career as far as receptions-wise because I'm, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm seeing him catching you know, corner uh, hitches comebacks. And it's like, it's, you know, he and he does that stuff during the season, but I, I think without Sammy Watkins, I think without an established number two, I think you're going to see him doing more intermediate routes mixed in with his, you know, his normal deep ball and stuff that he can obviously he's going to, you know, what he's going to do that's, that's his, that's his bread and butter. But mm-hmm. I think he might have one of his best years as far as perception wise, you know, barring he stays healthy and all that stuff. But you what, know, what, what are your thoughts? And I mean, this is just me just watching 7-on-7 seven seven
0: and 11-on-11 11 11 clips. Um, I mean, you know, it could happen. I mean, but 7-on-7 seven seven is a different thing, man. It, you know, you it's true. <laughs> sometimes you run over the middle, man. You might catch a little elbow that you weren't expecting. Uh, so, I mean, everything, you know, is either on air against 7-on-7 seven seven, against the defense. Uh, you know, he's elusive. You know, he, he could just fit into windows and impact and him, get the ball to him. So, I know he's, you know, they just figure these things out. So, it could, it, it could definitely happen. I do think you know intermediate the passes and, and, and routes, uh, they'll probably get better at it because they'll start thinking, okay, he comes over here, he's trying to take the top off the defense. He's running a nine route, right? He's running a goal route. Mm. Or he's gonna do the the uh you know stop and go or double move on you. Nah, now let's look, set him down in zone, sit him in some of those places, let him catch a couple of footballs. And you know the thing is when he gets the ball in his hands, that they, now to start the show. Yeah. Now we get to see. So that's uh uh, it would be good to see for him to, you know, catch some of those I mean, intermediate passes, short passes. He, he's been doing that now, but I think maybe a little bit more yeah. um, would, would be good for him.
1: Yeah, and that's one that we talked about on the show uh, months ago, is that was one of the things Mahomes wanted to get better at this year. And that's something that we talked about, you know, taking what the defense has given you. And they give us a lot because they always expect, you know, the home run. So I think I think this year more so we're going to see – more sustained drives where we are taking the uh, instead of chunk plays, we're, we're you know we're kind of grinding up the field and stuff, which
0: I think you know could be beneficial. I, I'm sure I'm sure guys are challenging him out there too. Like, hey, that's all you run is deep routes. Mm. So you use your speed. You, you can't run anything else. You're not physical. So he's just like, oh, okay, really? Okay, all right. Let's get out and play some bully ball then. So maybe that's another good thing. for you know, everybody just kind of him a little bit. Like, I mean, you you do not get nobody. You get your hands put on you. You know, everybody throw you around, so maybe, you know, you might try to, you know, <laughs>
1: mighty up a little bit, you know, <laughs> see what Tyree going to do. Yeah, no, it, it'll be interesting. And, I, I you know, I, obviously we have preseason coming up here soon, our first preseason game. Um, so probably we'll probably get a series, so we probably really won't get to see, you know, the, the full-on new uh, 2021 Chiefs offense. Um, so, okay, we'll, that's we'll, fine. We'll, we'll get a week one of the NFL season. But – um yeah. So our next, uh, our next concern, or last concern of the night, um, you know, every chief concern episode, it's not a chief concern episode without some story time from you guys. Always love hearing it, and our fans always love listening. But when you think back of your first week um, of training camp, what kind of some, what are some stories? What are kind of things that stand out um, be it the food, uh, the arrivals? You know, everyone's got their special funny arrivals of so getting to training camp. Uh, what are some things that kind of come to mind? Um, I guess,
0: on, the, on some of those uh, topics right there? Uh, some of the things that come to mind. You know, always, man, that first week of camp is, it's always interesting to find out the rookies who are all going to get it wrong, right? I mean, just something's going to happen, you know, it, 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 it never fails that guys have been in this process before. They're just walking in, man, eyes wide open, you know, know what to do. Like, oh, we, we go over here to eat, like, yeah, man, come on, rook, you know, we're going we gonna to help you out a little bit. So it's always, to, you know, fun to see those guys kind of struggle a little bit, you know, just kind of being uh, green and, and you know, dealing with that. Uh, trying to think, man, the first week of camp, uh, it's always interesting too, it's like all the new money, all the new money guys, you know. <laughs> it's like new money guys coming in with the, the new car, you know, what, what are they going to, you know, ship up there to camp? You know, who, who's who's riding what? So that's always exciting. That's always exciting because guys getting signed and getting their money. So it's like, okay, what is what is no Gray gonna drive, you know, driving here? You know, uh, you know, what Smith gonna drive? What what are these guys gonna drive in here now since they got that money in their pocket? So it's it's always good. Uh, let me I'm trying to give you like an exciting camp story. Uh whew, I don't know, man. Some of these things I can't tell. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk about it. <laughs> It just causes they're just crazy. You're just like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe that happened. But like, yes, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's like that. Uh, hmm, I think I, I, I can tell you this. Uh, no, nah, I can't say that. All right, I'll give you one. So, talking about like that, that the, the, your rookie years making mistakes and whatnot. Well, I end up making a mistake my rookie year. And so, uh, me and my roommate, you know, we uh, end up like coming in. I think was late. You know, we's you know, and, and we had like the curfew where the door was shut at like ten o'clock, like it locked. You know, now I'm sure the door's open, but back then, like the door shut and it locked, and you had to like, hey, coach, let me. <laughs> and, like, you know, it's like one of the one of those things. <laughs> uh, but I remember, man, I, I got. Uh, yeah, I called coming in late. And so, like in camp, at least during that time, you know, your money would go up every week. And so, you know, you get paid, you know, like the first week, second week, money kind of goes up for veterans, even more money. I think my first two weeks of camp, I didn't get paid nothing. Like they would, they were, they sent me my check. They had like zeros on it because I got fined. Oh, I remember, I'm like, I, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. And I remember everybody, like that first, second week, everybody getting checks. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, here comes my check. You know, so I'm sitting there like this, looking at my check, you know, <laughs> opening it up. zeros zero, zero. What? But <laughs> what's going on? And so you see, it says NFL fine on it. Fine. Oh gosh. fine. So I think my first couple checks, I had zeros on it. I said, you know what? Uh, they could have saved that paper. Instead of writing zeros on my, t- they could have kept it at, <laughs> and paper, write no zeros on it like that for me. So, uh, you, you know, you always learn. I, I, I learned. I said, you know what? This ain't college anymore. It's not one of those you can just walk in and, and, and beat you. Nah, they ain't taking it. They're gonna be in. So yeah, man, it's always those things. But that was my rookie learning experience. Two way, two weeks of no pay. Two weeks of no pay. Wow. So,
1: and okay. and uh, where was uh, Philly's training camp?
0: Lehigh University. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, Lehigh, Lehigh University. Yes, and so. That yeah. where you guys doing out so late? Yeah, Lehigh University. There's nothing over there. Nothing stupid, you know, silly. Trying to find things to do. In right. the, the small town. I think we stopped at the pizza to get like a Domino's pizza at the end, and before we know, it's like, come on, man, we got to go, we got to run. And So we like, you know, trying to eat the pizza, and drive up to the, and before we know, we sprint to the right. door. And we just knew, like we're looking at, it like, oh man, it's, you know, only a couple, you know, a few minutes old. It ain't gonna be no big deal. And she's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just that's such a that's such a bad feeling, terrible feeling. It's like when you know they walk in the halls and stuff. And you gotta come in and comes looking at you, like, what? what are you doing? You know, so it's like, oh man, All right, Coach, sorry, yeah, okay, sorry, no problem. Hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Now, is it one of those things where, like, the next day of, of practice, like, you know, in Hard Knocks, you see it like, you know, everyone's gathered up in, in, the, in like, an auditorium room together. And, like, the coach is like, oh, I had two guys who came back at 10-3 last night. Like, make an example out of you? What Was that Was that specific example?
0: Yeah. Were you, were you oh, made yeah. an example out of uh, I, I wasn't made an example out of, like, at, at practice. But that has been done before, the guys, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And, like, look, if, if you think this is a game, you think this is college, you think – that somehow you have no, you're not professional coming in here. We, we're going to teach you real quick what the rules are, how we should act when we're being up here, you know, especially, you know, we were, you know, being at a, you know, different town, you know, you always want to be respectful. You know, you always re- represent the, uh, you know, the program, the shield, and, you know, the team. Uh, but, you know, things like that, like in-house, like somebody, guys being late, okay. And he'll, yeah, coaches will call guys out quick, quick. Gets real silent there. You're just like, oh, shoot. <laughs> now, some of the stories, man, because because sometimes at night, you, just, you don't know what everybody's doing. Right. So you might going to hear something. like are like, man, like, what, when did this happen? What did that go on? It's just always, you know, whether it be a guy that's, you know, late night with a girl, trying to, you know, the girlfriend's up there, to, you know, whatever. It's like, come on, man. Look, 10 o'clock is 10 o'clock.
1: So, it's, it was different now versus back then where, like, you and your door, you're in your room or whatever, you know, especially go out to the city or go out to the town, and, you know, find a place to eat. You know, you have the GPS. It tells your ETA. So, you you know, I mean, it would probably be more easier now uh, versus back then for you guys. You know, and, you know, you oh, guys yeah. know where the heck you were in, in the middle of Le- in the, where Lehigh University was. You know, you guys had to use a map or whatever to, to get out of there.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think we had uh, kind of better retention back then, man. You know, as far as you know, Matt's with but you, you're right, you make a valid point. Uh, where now you, you're looking at your phone, you try to get, I mean, it's easy to get back. You know, we had yeah. to use sundials to find out what you know what, <laughs> when it was going down, like, oh, you know, we can't try to figure it out. So, <laughs> so yeah, man, now nah, you, look, you got you know, the Apple watches, you got your phones, you got everything around you. There should be no reason, but guys find a way. It's regular in life, like, everybody finds a way to do something silly. It's, it's, it's no different, no different, you know. So whether if the guys, you know, supposed to go to work tomorrow, has been out drinking, he ties one on, you know. Yeah. So, oh. Uh. <laughs> now, um, I guess uh, there's one thing, you know, like last week
1: was pretty much when the arrivals came. And you said w- guys who got new money, you know, you'd see them roll up. Do you have a specific, like And you've seen in the past, like Antonio Brown coming in, like uh, coming out of a parachuting down, uh, were there any, like, crazy arrivals that happened uh, during your, uh, your years in the NFL with the Chiefs or the Eagles? Like, anyone that was like, oh, crap, like, you know, he came in a
0: race car or something like that? No, I, I can't think of, you know, an arrival, somebody coming in that was crazy. Uh, I remember uh, the, the year Priest came back, and I said, suggested, I said, man, I would love to get Priest, like, uh, like one of the, the chariots, like with horses and him, him just riding on the back of it, looking like a gladiator just coming in, <laughs> like with a little football helmet and stuff. At somehow it was that was like my image in my head, like how he's going to be coming in, you know, to practice. Like looking at like the old gladiator, just you know, ready to just do work. Uh, but other than that, man, I, I can't think of anybody. Like I didn't, I don't remember seeing anything that was real crazy. Like what, like no. This dude
1: broke through the tank. TG, that Gonzalez ever have any crazy interests? like he's kind of a flashy guy, so I, I, I assume he'd have something. No, Gonzalez, I'm I'm assuming he would have some kind of. He's a flashy guy, so.
0: Oh no, Tony! Man wasn't flashy at all, man. In California before I, all of this, like TV and stuff. Now it, it was totally different. <laughs> dudes flip flops, you, you know what to get from him. T-shirt. Wow. You know he's cowabunga. That's how he was coming in. That that was that was it basketball fit you know he's a basketball guy t-shirt basketball shorts you know sneakers you you know he's coming to do work
1: (laughs) and this is another thing that i I, you know because all you guys are athletes i mean athletes you know i talked to you and e about how many sports you guys played i have to imagine were there like pickup basketball games in between like before practice or are you guys too dog tired to like do pick up basketball or do do any kind of that stuff oh yeah
0: no no i guess pretty much tired during the summer uh, you know training camp as yeah now OTAs and stuff yeah all the time you know you have a little you know pickup game these guys every single day but yeah summer camp no everything's too close too close to uh you know to, to the real game man to, right. to put anything in jeopardy uh but it was some great games you know everybody always thought they was you know the star they they high school and their area always wanted to show what they could do
1: so who are the if you could make a dream team of the of, of the Chiefs uh, Chiefs basketball team who would be the uh, who be a starting five?
0: Ooh, that's oh my gosh! Starting <laughs> five dream team. I'm, I'm gonna just exclude me. All right, I'm gonna just take myself out of it. All right, okay. But man, I'm just looking at ability. TG had to be one. Wait, he'd be the five. He'd be the five or the four in the squad. I put him at about the four. Okay. I think to five, you know, and you got like kind of uh who else has some ability? B Waters had ability too, man. He could shoot some hoops. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. B was like, you know, slimmer before he got to the Chiefs and uh, all, you know, that he had to put weight on him. <laughs> B he can, he can play some ball. Uh Greg Wesley was good, good hooster. Uh, you know, Warfield, no doubt, you know, just uh just talented. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, this was Michael Ricks. There's another guy. Huh.
1: I feel I feel like Johnny Morton was kind of a would be a
0: good one. Or was he? he I've never seen Johnny on the court. (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, Never seen Johnny on the court. Uh trying to think who else was uh there was was a lot of guys you just go out there and just compete though. But I'm trying to think of somebody who might have just you know crossed somebody up. I can't think of anybody who just was just like like real nice. Like look, you ought to be playing in the NBA. You know, <laughs> you know as far as somebody like that. I mean, guys had ability, right. no, no doubt, but uh yeah, I didn't see you no know, Chris Paul's out there though. <laughs> I don't know who's starting to that that that's what Greg Wesley, uh Warfield, uh, TG, uh, B Waters, Will Shields can play. Really? Will Kahoot. Yes, yeah, Will Kahoop took now. I was shocked. Will Kahoot. He can hoop. He was a good athlete as well. Good athlete. Um, but, I oh, man. It, all those guys, man, is athletic. I mean, you when you're when you playing at that level, man, guys are athletic. Yeah, it, not, it doesn't surprise you. A guy who might be, you know, 6'6", 340 pounds, man, you know, throwing it down, dunking backwards, it, right? you know, or short guard, 6'2", 324, yamming it, you know, so, right. it, none of my things to shock you. Yeah,
1: that's great. I mean, yeah, it's it's true. I mean, because you look at, I mean, a lot of these guys who come out now, you see, Oh, he was all state, you know, LeBron's a good example of that all state basketball player, amazing receiver, all these guys, I mean, all all these guys you see, you know, coming out and they were, they're three sport athletes. So like, yeah, I mean, it's just, I guess when you you think about like Brian Waters, I mean, what he was our big right guard, you know, and then you see, you see him, uh, you know, you say he's a good basketball player. And it's like, Oh man, well I could not imagine that. But then, I remember Vince Wilfork is actually a pretty good basketball player as well, and you yeah, would I think do. Vince Wilfork would be a good basketball player, but he could shoot it.
0: Yeah, I, I tell you, I take uh, my guys. let would say athletic. I, I take the uh, tight ends, you know, tight ends and some safeties. You maybe some corners uh, as far as you know being nice. You know, receivers too. So it was receivers can play some hoop. What um, would you guys like play like two on two or three on three? Where it'd be like you know, man, it'd be uh, twenty-one. You know, just make it, take it. You know, horse. Uh, you know, two on two, yeah, three on three. But, but usually when you you doing the twenty one game, and, and guys are trying to jump over each other, slamming <laughs> it out, <and all>, he's <laughs> like, okay, man, okay, we got real serious in here. So, <laughs> we, we oh, got to get this right. We got to get this right. Is there any footage of that stuff? Or, of the because uh, so, you,
1: know, you see these guys now playing basketballs, footage of it all the time. But like, is there footage of you guys at your pickup games
0: back in the day? No, no. Ah. no. I that was some good stuff right there, though. It's been, it's been great stuff. It's been great stuff, man. Yeah, we, we love doing it. We love doing it. So, yeah, everybody wanted to show what they could do. You know, who all had the bunnies, who could shoot from outside. You know, then you always had the ball hogs who couldn't shoot, but you would shoot every time, every chance they got. Like, man, no, you're not hitting. It's like, yeah, pass the ball to me. Like, no, who? No, no more. We can't pass the ball to you because you're going to shoot. So, so, yeah,
1: man. That's fantastic. Well, you know, yeah, that, that, that's going to be a clip that everyone's going to love to see the, the chiefs, uh, U- the, the Chiefs stream team uh, for our, uh, if we had our, if we had our U- USA basketball team for the chiefs, that would be uh, those guys right there. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for us. Yeah, you know, the first week of training camps in the books. Um, thanks for tuning in to chief concerns presented by Bet online. As always, if anyone in chief's kingdom has any concerns for these two guys, uh, please tweet at us at concerns chief or email us at ch- chief concerns at yahoo.com. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what happens next week. I believe we have our per- first preseason game in four days, so we'll be able to um, we'll be able to uh, discuss yeah, some of that before before our next one. So,
0: yeah, yeah, that'd be good. All and right, we'll buddy. We'll see, we'll see. Like, we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm
1: looking forward to seeing what our ones can do in the, the first couple series, but more so, it's the I guess the reserve guys, you know, the ones that we may have to you know rely upon during during the, uh, the during the year.
0: Yeah, it's, it's going to be more like those guys, you know, patching them. He might not even, uh, you know, tape. You know, he come in for a couple of, you know, wanted to sit down, right? Yeah, you might not even play at all. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
1: and with our offense, it might take just three plays and that little score, and then and that's it. Take a seat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, lots of things to look forward to in that. Um, so – We'll see you guys next week. And, um, yeah, it's, a, it's great having the guys back, and we're going to be uh, ready to go for training camp and preseason. We're ready, baby. Ready.
0: Ready. We'll see you, brother.
1: We'll see you too, buddy.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.